What's up, Rude Nation? It's your boys, the Rude Boys, coming through you with the power of the internet and Zoom and the tubes uh, for Rude Boys Power Hour Plus episode. Fuck, one hundred five, one hundred six. Oh man, we we got we're getting so old. We're getting up there. Uh, I'm Sherm. I'm Tom, and we are virtually recording. Um, yeah, you guys listen to the latest Rude Boys Top Ten, which is our top ten ish. Nintendo 64 games. Uh, Tommy's a little under the weather. He is. Uh, he is fine. Tom, tell the nation you're fine. I am perfectly fine. I got the test, came negative, and it's just you know some stupid little cold that just didn't want to shake, and I didn't want to, uh, you know, bring it to the studio. Yeah, he didn't want to infect the masses, which I respect. I get that. Yeah, being very precautious, as should you all, nation. All right, get your fucking mm-hmm. vaccine. Don't fucking bullshit me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, get the vaccine. So we got we got we got a fun 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 show lined up for today. Oh, yeah. A topic that we all love. We just blindly love so much, so much. Uh, the WWE. We're gonna talk about the state of the WWE and what the fuck is going on with well, that. I, I enjoy shitting on the WWE. Yes, you do. Oh yeah, no, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm not so disclaimer and we'll put this in it before we do the topic we're not like hardcore fans we love professional wrestling and we want it to succeed and we want everybody to do good and when the uh leader the, the american leader in professional wrestling is like just making mistake after mistake we got to talk about it you know it, it's just been the, the the more and more writing is on the wall and obviously the nation, the rude, and the American nation need to hear from your boys as far as they, they, they need some guidance, you know? And here we are to provide that. Which is the first and, time anybody's ever said that we provide guidance. And the universe and the WWE universe needs to hear. And, and the WWE universe, yeah. Should we should we upgrade it to the rude universe or is that is that too much? I think rude nation sounds pretty good, but rude universe, I don't know. I don't know. We're getting there. Any of them, any of our members, astronauts or, or going to ride with um, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, that weirdo, um, hit us up. Download the podcast so we can become universal. Oh. Yeah. We we'll just <laughs> throw our phone into space. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah. Fantastic. So- yeah, so let's move on. Tommy, um, who's in your mouth? What do you got? A little uh, Daypool cocktail you got going on there? A little no, margarita? No. Some, uh, some seltzer. It's going to be a fresh open. Seltzer. Shut up. Yeah, fresh open. <laughs> we'll see how that sounds. <laughs> Through your phone, microphone, whatever. Yeah. To be I fair, it is, it is safe when you're not feeling well. You should not drink alcohol so your body <laughs> fights the toxins and it can fight the virus. Well, yeah. Listen, how's that supposed to make you strong? <sighs> exactly. Who's in your mouth there? Who's in my mouth? mouth? I got some I got some coffee with some uh cracking dark rum, some black roast, some Irish cream. Good. Yeah. All right, we'll clink it up. I'll 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 clink it to the to the desk. There you go. delightful i know i've mentioned this on air but like the the uh i don't know i don't know if it's the um what am i trying maybe they changed the formula because for the kraken black roast it does not make my coffee as milky gray as normally as normal as normal 
Okay. Yeah, because I like to drink poison, and I like it to show me that it's poison and not don't foo foo it up. Don't. (laughs) If I'm damaging my body, I want to see what I'm doing. Absolutely. Maybe not the internals. That might scare me. Just like the oh, I'm consuming this dark concoction. You don't want you, you don't want to take an X-ray of your body to see what's going on. Inside. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> for the best, especially at oh man, oh let me tell you. <laughs> Had wings like, the other night. Woof! I felt that for forty-eight uh, hours later. <laughs> getting old. Uh, getting old. I, yeah, I should. I should order some mango habanero and uh. You should, man. I'm sure that'll kick out anything. That'll clear you up. Then your body, your body's gonna shift focus and just purge. Yeah. Oh. All right. We've done enough lollygagging right now. Um, so why don't we why don't we slip right on into Blitzkrieg news? Uh, blitz, starting off in Blitzkrieg, starting off in games as we always do. Yeah, we do. PlayStation experience. Uh, yeah, man, PlayStation stunned, came out with some big shit this year. Yep. They, they, um, they put on their big boy pants this yeah, year. Yeah, they, uh, they, they got their calendars mixed up. They thought E3 was last Wednesday. Um, so because they didn't show up to E3, um, but we got, I mean, there were, there were four big, big takeaways, um, that, that I'll get of it. I mean, obviously, obviously everything, everything looks pretty great coming out of the, the, the Sony camp, the PlayStation five camp. Um, but the, the big takeaways, and I'll, I'll put this in a specific order for you boys. Um, I, I think God of War Ragnarok looks really dope. Um, God of War, I think 2018, when that came out, that was, that was a really fun game. A different take of the God of War series, very story driven, very yeah, gorgeous. Definitely. Um, and I believe this one is still coming out for PS4 and okay. PS5. Um, I don't remember the release date. I don't think it's this year. So it's 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 looking more likely like 2022. Yeah, I think everything was slated for 2022. Well, no, there, there's something we'll talk about. All uh, right, cool. Yeah. Um, the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Put out by, I think, Asper is the company. They were the ones that did all the ports for the, the Star Wars game previous to the okay. Switch and the PS4. So the, the the Jedi Knights, the Star Wars Racers, they did all that stuff. So they're, they're doing a ground-up remake of okay. KOTOR, um, which is, is, is pretty exciting. I dabbled very minimally, minimal, very smallly, very tinyly in... Uh, Kotor, because like I'm not an RPG guy, and that is RPG as fuck. Like you know, it, it's it's basically just dice rolls and and shit like that. Like it's 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 tremendous, but it's got a great story from what I understand. The plot twist has been spoiled to me from from up and down. Tommy, you you've dabbled a little bit with Kotor, or no? Nope. Never. Okay. So I, I'm I'm excited that it's gonna come with a little more of a modern flair to it, the same way like the um same way like Resident Evil Two remake, hopefully. Um, the same way Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, like it kind of just updates mm-hmm. everything uh, whilst still keeping a lot of the charm to it. And what I'm excited for is that that story is pretty iconic because it was like, you know, with LucasArts and everything like that. But like now this is post buyout. So is this going to be canonized? You know, like you're going to get I know like Darth Revan was kind of like 
tease that he is canon or not, or he was in like an encyclopedia or some shit. But like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, nah, I, I I saw that trailer. That 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 trailer was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was like a nice teaser trailer. Someone was like, "Yeah, okay, it's happening," and it's presumably just happening for PS Five and PC for now. I think it's like a console launch exclusive, but who knows? We'll see. It ain't coming to Switch. It's probably gonna be too nice. I just would like if the original came to Switch. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd buy it. I'd probably put like twenty five minutes into it and be like, yeah, "This game's not for me." If that, I that, I think I put twenty minutes into the. Uh, the Xbox version. Oh, okay. It's also probably not the way to play a game like that. You probably got a mouse and keyboard it. You got to just have like that control style thing. I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, I thought the same. I thought the same thing about uh, Final Fantasy, but apparently there are people that use controller. There are people that do it, but you know, for the simple minds, me, like I, mean. I, I think I need. And you use a keyboard and mouse from when you play uh, fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen people map their controllers, like their the hot bars, and I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> they know they know what they're doing. It's a tried yeah. and true method for some people. It ain't for and me. Then, and then there are people who just plug in a uh, wireless mousing, uh, wireless mouse keyboard into their PlayStation. You can do that too. Absolutely. Yep. Maybe I should do that to the uh, Xbox One. I could play it like that. There you go. There you go. I'm not doing that. Um, but the bigger, the bigger picture items that we want to talk about here, this one is the one that's coming out. At least it's penciled for 2023. Insomniac had announced and they um, teased to give you gave you a little, little snippet of a trailer for Spider-Man 2. Um, this one's going to have Peter and Miles. You get a nice, heavy Russian voice acting, voice actor about hunting. It's mm-hmm. clearly chameleon, obviously. I figured I, I figured it was gonna be Norman Osborne. It could be. Listen, he maybe he went he went abroad. Maybe he's like a Russian spy. Maybe it takes place in the Cold War. It goes back in time. Oh, oh shit! Oh, We're oh, obviously man. talking about Tommy's boy Craven. Yep. Hell yeah. And um, but it could have just stopped there. You know, it could have just had like the threat of Craven against right. the Spider Men. But no, they wanted to go. What's the phrase, Tommy? Full anal <laughs> and tease Venom, uh, voiced by Tony Todd. Is his name Tony Todd, who played the original Candyman? Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. He sounds fucking spooky as hell, oh, and it God. looks it it looks like they're doing like some early Venom, like spooky Venom stuff, not like campy. You know, uh, Tom just read Lethal Protector for the last train in the backs. Like, you know, he's just transforming his suit in the, in the uniforms. Like, no. Spooky Venom, baby. Yeah, Tony Todd, uh, he was in the Final Destination movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he was. But obviously, his big claim to fame is Candyman, I'd imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, that- yeah, no, that game looks... That, that, that looked really good, yep. and I was just like, wow. Did, yeah. Okay, this is what we're doing? Okay, yep. cool. Yep. I'm all right sw- switching between Miles and Peter, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and, and Insomniac has said that this game is going to still be single player. Um, will that change from here to then? I don't know. But, I mean, they, they really kind of laid their hat onto a single player story for Spider-Man and for Miles Morales. So I think it's going to remain that way and not be like a like a Gotham Knights drop in, drop out sort of thing. Don't get me wrong. The pre- that, that would be pretty dope. That might happen in the future, but it might not happen for Spider-Man 2. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Um, and then Insomniac hit us with a one-two punch, something I don't think anybody expected. No. Tom, you've seen this trailer multiple times. Walk us through it. So it's, you know, you have a bar. You have a bar scene. Bar fight just broke out. Or it's the remnants of a bar fight. And there's some country music playing. And you see someone sitting at a bar, flannel, cowboy hat. You're like, wait a tech. And like, you know, he's sitting at the bar, they pan over, he's, you know, knuckles are all bloody. Some jabroni tries to get up in the back, pulls a knife, and then all, all of a sudden you just hear, sneak, and it's Insomniac's doing a Wolverine game. Yeah, like, I'm super hype. Holy shit, like, was not expecting that at all. Um, I'm super stoked for it. It's, you know, got to be rated M. I I, w- I I really hope it is. Um, I mean that that does you know uh, pigeonhole it a little bit, but like it's Wolverine, like it, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be a little gruesome. I mean, Tom, the last the last big Wolverine game that came out, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, yes. uh, was actually pretty well received for yeah, a real right. shitty movie. It was attached to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Hamill voiced Wolverine, which is oh. awesome. Yeah, that was put out by Raven Software. I was looking it up. Put out by Raven Software. Um, but it was like a single-player Wolverine game. And yeah, you're right, Mark Hamill was voicing Wolverine. And I think Raven Software, I think that might be one of the last games they did. I think so, before they got like completely absorbed by uh, Activision. But yep. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 that's a, a game I always want to kind of hunt down and check out. Um, X-Men Origins. Uh, not the movie. Not the movie, the video game. Hey, you know what? I'll suffer through the movie. Yeah. Oh boy, we might have to hey, go to the movies. We might have to. Mm, there we go. I like that idea. Um, I'm just I'm surprised that um Insomniac is taking another hit at a a Marvel franchise because I just assumed that Marvel. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think out of all the out, out of the big out of the two big Marvel games that have come out since. Disney was like, all right, listen, we're reshuffling everybody. So Insomniac has got Spider-Man and now uh, Square Enix has the Avengers. Um, I, I Obviously, Insom- the Insomniac game made the money, got the good critical reception. So I don't blame them. I think this, the same um, directorial team for Miles Morales is doing Wolverine. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um, but... But like, you know, like you got the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which is also coming up by coming out with Square, which I think also got a trailer. You also you saw the Nova Corps. Um, you saw Cosmo. Um, so, so there's more stuff. Well, you know, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, no, no, no. It's 2021. Now it's. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, that's not. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a it's inside deep cut joke from your boys. Yeah. yeah. But I figured they would have just like divvied up their franchises to um what am i trying to say to more uh appropriate developers but okay after spider-man like insomniac could definitely do it don't get me wrong like insomniac's big thing after or right before spider-man in addition to ratchet and clank remake was um sunset overdrive which is a big you know kinetic moving jumping around and shit so it's like it's like okay cool i see it they got it they can they can do it and they could definitely do Wolverine. Insomniac uh, can do uh, no wrong, except for Haze, I think they did. Yeah, 
I don't know about that. Know, or, uh, one of those. I know people were also saying that they kind of wish they did um, Daredevil instead of Wolverine. Ooh, okay. I dig it. Cool, but yeah. No, no. We know uh, we, we we know Tommy's love for uh, you know Wolverine. So. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, Tom, if you could wish into existence a Wolverine game or a Daredevil game, I think yeah, we know yeah. which one it's going to be. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's. I don't even want to say it's close. Like, it, yeah. it, it's nowhere near. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so super exciting PlayStation experience. Looks like your boys are gonna have to get a uh, a PS Five. So. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. All right. What else we got in Blue Screen News? We also have... Wow, that's nothing in comics. Big shocker. Huge shocker. Movies. Venom 2 moves up to 10-1, which I believe was, what, a week or two? It was a week or two, yeah. I I think with the the Shang-Chi, it's strong opening. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, shit, we got to get it in now. We got to get it in. We got to move it up. Just in case, God forbid the world shuts down again. But it's like we got it. We got to hit while that iron's still hot. Yeah, and then I I, I was also seeing that if um, Spider Man if Spider Man fails, that it's possible that all like Spider Man properties can get uh, may get bought back by Marvel eventually. Uh, yeah. So like they they, they don't want to they don't want anything to fail in their little uh, Sony. Spider-Man universe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't. I don't think Venom's gonna fail. I think um, it. The only thing against it would be outside influences, uh, you know, uh, with the world and whatnot. But I, I think Venom Two, um, the first one did excellent for them. Um, it still is attached to Spider-Man, even though it's you know it is and it isn't. You know, character-wise in the universe it is, but you know, in the actual movie it's not. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, I think it looks, I, I think it looks good. You know, like it, it's definitely, definitely it, it, it could definitely make money. Yeah. Or it could, or it could be a trash heap. Yeah. There's always that. Uh, I actually did see something I forgot to put on the notes was. Um, Breaking news. The new Halloween movie, Halloween Kill, will be showing up on. Um, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and Peacock, same day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, don't fact check us, nation. Tom might have, uh, Tom might have literally fever dreamed of that. Uh, I don't think I did. All right, I'm not 100% sure I didn't. Gotcha. Um, but I'm about 85% sure 85. I did. 85 that, that's better than some news outlets. So, there you go, exactly. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, upcoming Avatar: The Last Airbender movies will be all CG. So why not just make it animated? I mean, yeah, I, I really don't get that. I, yeah. I really do not understand. I think you know what's you know what like to speak a little inside baseball. I think the the technology is at a point where it's like almost cheaper to do shit with computer graphics than hire animators and draw shit. Or, you know, simulate the sure. old style, you yeah. know what I mean? Which sucks, yeah. especially because like that, uh, that, that series, yeah, that series was uh, tremendous when it comes there's to like, like hand-drawn art style. Yeah, there's also no reason 
for these movies. I, I, I don't believe. Well, again, I think that's just uh, this is uh, Paramount, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, or the, the Avatar studio, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. But it's, it's just, you know, listen, it's a franchise. Marvel has proven in, to everybody that you need a big time franchise, motherfuckers. All right. So, you know, they've got their avatars. We're going to talk about another franchise that hasn't seen the light of day in at least a decade. And DC has proven that you can completely fuck up a franchise. Oh, yeah. No. Also, Universal with their dark universe with the fucking monster movies. That's a goddamn shame. Yeah. No, I agree. But again, they tried to marvelize that shit. They should have just done it different. Do your own thing. Stop trying to copy someone's homework. You know, their homework was like 100, though. (laughs) And it was 100. It was 105. They got extra credit. You know, they, they did a good job. But you're right. You can't capture lightning in a bottle twice. Nope. You know that saying. Trailer talk. Uh, Injustice movie. Okay. Uh, Injustice animated movie, I should say. Yeah. Is hitting uh, October 19th. Yep. October Um, 19th. Yeah, October 19th. Tom, stay on brand, buddy. What? Stay on brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Rutober 19th. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shut up. Um, I, ma'am. I'll I'm put it this sure. way. It looks like shit. There you go. You know why? Because we sat through Mortal Kombat, Scorpion's Legacy, or whatever the hell, and we're just like, this is ugly. And guess what? It's the same art style. It's just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. Like, Injustice is a good story. Like the plot is great. It's a great video game. Tom read the books. Great, great comics. It's just, it just doesn't look nice. You know, it's like, it's, it's now like WB animation is like just homogenizing itself to just draw one way. Yo, give me, yo, give me this injustice, like in the Bruce Tim style. That would be that. I did that. Or just another fucking art style, you know, like just different. Like if you got the big, the heavy lines and stuff, ugh. The shitty, as shitty as Hush was, the art style wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't know, like, all the, the DC or the Warner Brothers animation movies leading up to Scorpion's Revenge or whatever. But, like, prior to that, how did they look? Like, if, if Hush was the one that came out right before that, Hush looked good. Yeah. You know, I've seen I clips of The Killing one. Joke. That looked fine. Batman, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles looked good. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I th- th- this this art design. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not digging it. You know. I don't know if they're trying to like make everything kind of like it. Like when every when Bruce Tim was fucking king of the world, like they made his shit a- a- as close as possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. So I don't know if they're just trying to do something similar. Like they're just trying to like keep everything homogenized. And I, I don't know. I don't think it looks good. Great story, yeah. you know. Why not? We'll watch it when it hits streaming. Hopefully, you know it'll hit HBO Max. Which I gotta see if Long Halloween has hit HBO Max yet. Um, no, I don't know. It's weird because these are all direct to DVD, so like that agreement is probably not the same as theatrical release. So they probably still have like a no. Well, it's in stores for ninety days, and then it'll hit streaming. You know, so like go buy it, asshole. Go buy your slob. Yeah, like you gotta leave the house, dick. Yeah. Or a video on demand, I'm sure. Uh, that's looks So you can still leave the house, you, you dick. 
another movie that's coming out that hasn't seen the light of day in decades. There it as, is. Uh, yep. As uh, my beautiful co-host said. Oh, uh, oh thank you. The uh, Matrix Four Resurrections. Resurrections is the yep. Yeah, it's real. It's real hard to keep track of these fucking uh, uh, titles. Comes out the, uh, December twenty second. Yep, that's uh, missing two on that. On my bad. Yep. No, I, no you put December second. It's twenty second. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, you're horrible then. Yep. Oh yeah. No, I was off by twenty days. What are you gonna do? You asshole. Um. All right. So Matrix Four. Uh. I don't know. It looks cool. <laughs> I've been fooled before, though, <laughs> when it comes to these Matrix movies. I've been hurt before. Yeah. Like, Matrix was one good movie and a couple good cartoons. Right, right. And, that, and then that was it. Um, The two and three were just garbage, garbage fires. Might have to do that for uh, go to the movies. Oh. Matrix is so good, though. Matrix is so ninety nine, man. That was so fuck. That was fucking revolutionary. It was like I'm the, talking um, about Matrix Revolutions. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, the two Matrix movies after the Matrix. There were no movies after the Matrix. Yeah, you're right. Bah, 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 bah. Even though I saw them, I literally that was the the third uh, Matrix movie was the last movie I saw by myself. Huh. In, a, in a theater specifically because it was just like it, it, I was I was just like I guess I gotta go watch this fucking movie so I was like off from work one day and I just went to the movie theater sad. it was just a sad experience and I think my car died that in the parking lot so it was just a triple sad moment what was it I saw this uh, I saw this meme where it was like this was I'm sorry it's 2021 I should be afraid of the matrix of living in a computer simulation that is that that takes place in 1999 yeah true true i don't see a bad i don't yeah. see a downside of this <laughs> the fuck in yeah this seems kind of like rebootish but obviously using yeah. the same uh characters and actors and stuff like that so i i don't know um, um it this is also hitting hbo max at the same time december okay. 22nd so you know awesome. we, we, we might have to check it that way because i i am not yeah i'm not I'm not. I'm. I'm not being fooled again. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, My HBO got, subscription I, has already covered it, so we're good. Yeah. Exactly. Not no. that we're. Oh, I'm sorry. Not that we're sharing HBO Max uh, profiles. Just saying. Just. Just need no. to put that out there. Just. Just. You know. Just saying. We, we. We don't. I come to your house when we watch it. Exactly. Yes. 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 He does. I don't. I, I look. I don't got shit. Right. I, don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know this man. I've never met this man. Exactly. That is it for Blitzkrieg. Yeah, that's it for Blitzkrieg news. That might be one of them. That might be a blitz. The, the, one of the blitziest Blitzkriegs. <laughs> I feel like you say that every after every forty minute Blitzkrieg. Yes. I had a barbecue last weekend. Did you? I, I don't know. Did, did my invite get lost in the mail? I was missing some ketchup. Yeah, because you don't like ketchup. 
if only you invited me, I would have brought the ketchup. <laughs> so allow me to bring the ketchup to you right now. Um, Brood Nation, as you heard me last oh, week. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to hear that on the recording. I stepped on all of you again. I'm sorry. Virtual recordings are just convenient, but what are you going to do? So last week, uh, last episode. Okay, here we go. Last episode of Rude Nation, I was talking about Psychonauts. Uh, I finished up the first game. A lot of fun. I sounded like I poo-pooed a little bit on the on the franchise. Um, there is a certain amount of like, it, you know, it's not, you're not playing a goddamn Super Mario game. It's not like mint. It's not perfect, but it's it's still very good in the in the high tier of platforming games. That um, that's a lot better than any Sherm. It's fine. Yes. No. Absolutely. Because like after I got a chance to digest what I played, because I played the entire franchise um, since last recording, so I finished up Psychonauts one. Um, okay. I got through, and I remember before we recorded last time. I got to the last level, which is called the Meat Circus. Um, that I'm waiting for the yep, there it is. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the I saw the I saw the face break. Yep. Love going to the Meat Circus. Yep. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, it, I mean, it was bad like 10 years ago. It can't be that bad. Oh, it's bad because it's like an escort mission, and there's timed moments of it, and it's like, woof, this is bad. But I still got through it. And overall, that game is great. Psychonauts 1. Um, okay. I, I played the PlayStation VR game, uh, Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin. Wow, look um, at you. you. You went full Psychonauts. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Because I had the game. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I have the VR. It's hooked up. I was going to, I wanted to play that fucking Ooh. Vader Immortal game. I just never got around to it. So I'm like, all right, VR still hooked up. Let me play Psychonauts. So. I played Rhombus of Ruin. Uh, Rhombus of Ruin is, is a fun experience. It's very much like um, Arkham. What was the fucking VR game? Was it just Arkham VR? I think I don't, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it, it, it's like that, you know? It just takes like okay. the Arkham style and it's VR. Rhombus of Ruin takes the Psychonaut style and makes it VR. Like it's, it's, it's very gu- guided. It's very, um, it, it is kind of simple and puzzly based. Like, you don't move around. Your character kind of uses clairvoyance to kind of bounce to people's um, positions. So that's how you see the world, basically, instead of like moving around in three full D, full 3D space. Okay. So you kind of just bounce, 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 bounce around. You solve these puzzles. And it, it's got the same Psychonauts charm that Double Fine has done for decades. What, what, is, what, the, what the fuck? <laughs> I might have to snip at that from the video. I don't know. That was something else. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Um, and then I moved into Psychonauts 2. So Psychonauts 2 is available um, through Xbox Game Pass. I believe there is physical versions coming out for PS4 and Xbox One because like they did a like Double Fine prior to, prior to Xbox buying them out, did a uh, crowdfunding thing. Um, so right now that's the only way to get that game physical is through the crowdfunding. Um, but Psychonauts 2 is a lot of fun. Game Pass is still crazy. Like I, I'm just I'm playing a brand new fucking game that came out this month on Game Pass. I, I, I was gonna say for free. I mean it's not, it's a subscription, but you know, it's it's practically for free. Wow. Um, but yeah, 
Game Pass is a lot of fun. Psychonauts 2 is a lot of fun. Highly recommended. Definitely probably my favorite game of the year, um, which it's, I mean, I haven't really played a whole lot of games this year that came out this year, but mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely uh, it's up there, man. One of my yeah. favorite games of the year. Um, it's still fresh in people's minds. So I don't really want to spoil anything or, or talk too much about it, but you know, and I think the overall plot is better in this game the level design, the kind of like the quirky shit of like, oh, you're going in someone's mind. So like shit might get weird. That's a lot better. Um, Platforming is a lot better. Yeah, it's a great game. Anybody who's got the game pass, check that shit out or just buy it straight up, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, That's pretty much all I've been playing, Tommy. What about Um, you? What you been up to? Um. I decided, I mean, because again, uh, HBO Max had all three of the original Jurassic Park movies. Okay. Nice. Uh, I haven't seen the first two since I, since I, uh, you know, you know, since I was in, uh, uh, a wee lad. Okay. Uh, first one is fantastic. Still holds up. Absolutely. Uh, the second one, uh, now, now I listen to both these audiobooks. So the second one was cool. Uh-huh. It got a little weird when, like, you know, they went to the city. Yeah, I agree. The fucking funniest thing, though, like, I, I, I never noticed it as a kid. And as uh-huh. a adult man, I noticed it now is when the T-Rex was chasing people. They turn like there's this one scene where there's like a bunch of Japanese businessmen running. Okay. Oh Jesus! And I'm just like, sakes. Um, little on the nose there. Uh, Was the second one Spielberg? Probably not, right? Uh, he might have produced. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know, and then you had the people who were upset because the T Rex ate their dog. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Shit, though. Who the fuck leaves their goddamn dog outside in a doghouse over fucking night? You know what? Fuck you. You didn't deserve your dog. Maybe they were trying to get their fucking groove on, bro. Then also like, lock the kid outside, too. Maybe they were trying to get their groove on, bro. No, no distractions. Fuck, fuck that. You've, you, 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 don't, you, you, you didn't deserve that dog. Fuck you. Fair. Um, the third one, man, I was, I, I was praying for William H. Macy and Taylor, uh, T- to get fucking eaten. And yeah, like, they're not really that liked in that movie. I, from what wanted, I, remember. I wanted them to get fucking eaten so bad. Right. But pretty much what the Jurassic Park movies have taught me was, um, you know, is our, you know, our saying here at, 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 uh, Rude Boys Corporation. Uh-huh. Eat the rich, man, because those dinosaurs had the right idea. Eat yep. stupid, rich, fucking people who think just because they have money, they could play fucking God. Right. You know what? Not very Fuck true. You. you don't get to play God because you got fucking money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, famously, the lawyer got eaten in the first one. So, yeah. And yeah, it is very funny after listening to the books, seeing John Hammond as like, you know, this like sweet old man and in the books he is not like that he's yeah, a piece this, of shit. this always comes up yeah 
like they make him really Santa Claus style or something like yeah. that. Even though, like, wow. hey, guess what? He's playing God. So first off, he ain't a good person. So might as well just lean right into it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a piece of shit. Just because um, you could do something doesn't mean you should do something, you know? Yeah. Like Dr. Nothing said. There it is. Okay. Life uh finds <laughs> way. You know, that's also what he said. Yeah, I saw this funny ass video where it was just like, you know, Jurassic Park and like the different like periods of like time. And it was just like, you know, them running from amoebas and shit. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, right. There you go. Fucking funny yeah. as all hell. Um, started playing some uh, games that I just got on the on the Switch. Uh, Child of Light. Right. RP ish, RPG ish side scroller. And um, R type, uh, like the R type one and two collection. Yeah, R type's a little more my style. Honestly, man, I would spend the five bucks for Child of Light. Um, I don't do that. You might, you might, you you might surprise yourself. You might, you might like it. Mm. You might. Okay, I'm just saying. The the odds are that I won't surprise myself is high is more high than me. Don't, don't miss out on something because of your prejudice. Interesting, you would say something like that coming from this guy. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. That's what, what else have you been up to? I have been up to, Tommy, based on your recommendation. Uh, and it was something that I was curious into uh, getting into uh, prior to that. But you uh-huh. definitely kind of put the, the the cash seal of approval on it. Marvel mm-hmm. 1602. Yes. Picked up Marvel 1602 in town comics uh, last month or something like that. And I finally delved into it. Um, written by Neil Gaiman. Um, I think d- drawn by, I think it's uh, Andy Kubert. Um, yeah, it's yeah. either Andy or Adam. It's, it's a Kubert. It, it, uh, written uh, by uh, Neil Gaiman and drawn by A. Kubert. There you go. And um, the it is, it is just colonial. Um, superhero stuff, Marvel superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you read it, Tommy. We're gonna get into spoilers. The book came out, fucking gotta be uh, 20 oh. years ago almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. around a- another anniversary that's happening right now, as per recording. Um, we, um, so you're getting into this book and you think that it's just like a fun, uh, uh, Victorian, old English, colonial take on the Marvel superheroes. Oh, no. oh no, that's no, what no, you no. think because you get you're introduced to a um, Sir Nicholas Fury, um, Doctor Stephen Strange, who is the uh, the uh, the Queen's physician slash magician. You're introduced to Matthew Murdoch, the blind singing bard, yep. uh, Peter Parkour, or whatever you want to pronounce it. Um, who's like uh, Nick Fury's aide. Um, you're introduced to all these characters and all these um, uh, analogies. I don't know how you want to say op- uh, mirror images of the Marvel universe that we're mm-hmm. more familiar with. It turns out, though, that the, the overall plot is that the reason that these characters exist in this time period is because there was some time travel shenanigans that caused the heroes to show up 
in a previous time period. And this happens mm-hmm. like, like, right. Like, I think it's like eight issues. So it might be like issue five or something. They really pull this trigger. Um, so now they have to deal with possibly the end of the world, end of the universes, because like, oh, these heroes shouldn't have been here now. So fuck, it, rip it up. It's gone. Goodbye. Right. So they have to figure that shit out, too. Um, and so that's pretty cool. Um, but like I said, I think the, I think the, the biggest draw is that you see all these heroes or all these characters, these Marvel characters in a, uh, a different state, a colonial state, almost like how the noir universe was what was was like steampunk and you know nineteen mm-hmm. twenties prohibition era stuff. This is like colonial old English, like I said earlier. So you get like Carlos Javier's uh, home for I don't, it's the X Men. Yeah, it's the X Men. Um, you yep. get you get your original five X Men plus Professor X J, however you want to put it. Um, you get your Fantastic Four, who are all sailors from a ship called the Fantastic. Um, and they all gain elemental powers, but it's it's the usual, you know, rock, fire. I guess yeah. water is uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Reed, and then air is uh, Susan. Mm-hmm. But, but they all do that. And I like how those guys are portrayed because, like, every time Hubert draws... Um, Reed Richards, Richard Reed, whatever they call whatever his, his name is, that guy, he's always stretching. Like he's always just like, you know, like unnecessarily too. Like right, his right, fingers right. are just long or maybe his neck is over here. Like, it's just like, it's pretty funny like that. Sue is always drawn invisible because like, you know, it, it's not like, you know, as fun as it was in the, uh, in the sixties and seventies and eighties, where it's just like, I have full power. I have full control over my powers. Like, Nope. Like you're, you're like this, you're done. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and Tom, I told you about this. This is one is- issue in particular. So the plot is, and this is again, spoiler alert. Everybody should read it. It's quick. Read it. That's your last it is a bit wordy, I will say it's wordy, but it goes, man. It's a it's good a story. Plot, and yeah. it's a lot of like, it's a lot of intrigue and stuff. It's not like, Let's go fight the enemy. I mean, this issue I'm going to talk about is them fighting the enemy, but like, it's not like that. Like, there's a lot of, you know, political, almost like, I wouldn't say like too Game of Thrones ish, but like what people like about that political intrigue shit is in this. Because, so I'll set it up. The queen is dead. Who killed the queen? It was Dr. Doom or uh, uh, Baron Otto Von Doom. Or something like that. Like, like he's he's Doom. Doom killed the Queen. Oh, Doom. Yeah. So we got to go fight Doom now. So Nick Fury and the X Men team up to go fight Doom. Um, there's a reveal with Thor. Oh man, it's it's really good. And like that's when the pace really started to quicken. And, um, I, really, I, like that. I, I really dug the whole um, like with the X Men, the uh, like the witch trials. Yes. Where yeah. and like Magneto, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver were like the Inquisition. Yeah, and it was just like, wait, but you're witches as well, right? But I mean, it was Magneto's way of kind of like getting, uh, yeah. I guess, surviving. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. It's like they'll never. No one suspects the the Spanish Inquisition. You know, yeah. it's like it's that shit. You know, I really dug that whole I, thing. Yeah, that was a very cool book. Yeah, I read. Yeah, very cool. Dug it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad one of my recommendations has gone over. Yeah. I think what did it also was you, we were talking about it for the, um, the pre, the, the, the second to last Rude Boys top 10 when we were talking about alternate Marvel universes. Yeah. Um, and you were very mum on it. And I didn't know it tied that deeply to the 616 or it is the 616, but just 400 years prior yep. to that moment. Um, I would love to get you to read more Neil Gaiman. He's so, right, he's so damn good. Take it easy. Take it easy. Unless it deals with uh, Spider-Man and shit. I don't want to read it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sandman's really cool. You see a lot of DC shit, which is pretty neat. Tom, did, but... you, read, did you read any of the other 1602 shit? Like, because apparently there was like a like a another like a like a pseudo sequel, and I mean that universe still kicks around. Actually, I think Peter Parker's um, character was the first one marked by Morlun in um, uh, Spider Verse. Yes, I believe you're correct. Yeah. Like, uh, did, you, did you read any of it? I know there's like they do like it's like a sixteen oh two new world thing or no? Okay, this was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. This is the only one because I don't think Neil Gaiman had anything to do with the others. No, no, he did not. So it was just like if he, he wasn't having anything to do with it, I wasn't gonna read it because it was just like as much as I love Marvel, just just squeezing that cheese out of the tube. Right. Well, you made me read Kingdom Come, so I, I think that's probably or the Kingdom. I'm sorry, the Kingdom. Yeah. Again, you would think that the Kingdom and then King, the Kingdom Come sounds like a good sequel name to the Kingdom, not the other way around. But what are you gonna do? Not all my recommendations can be zingers. What Fair. else are you doing too? Um, keeping with the Marvel shit, man. I so, so this this is oh, nation. I have to say this: the the rude boy streak has ended um, due to the, the outside influences of the world. Um, Tommy and I were not able to see Shang Chi together. Uh, Tom has actually yet to see it, um, so I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about it. Um, per se, but it is it is really good. Um, it does fall into some of the traps with like Marvel movies where like some of the stuff is possible, like maybe a little force. Like if it was just a movie that stood on its own, like was Kung Fu and superhero and, and, and this and that, I think it would be phenomenal. I haven't seen a lot of Kung Fu movies and oh. I know right now I'm eating basically sp like like spam and I'm like, ooh, spam's delicious. I love ham. I don't know if I do, but like, you know, but you know what I mean? It's like, I'm eating, I'm eating dog food that Marvel gave to me. And I'm like, man, I love steak. And it's like, no, you don't have no idea if you like steak, you got to go eat steak to see if you love steak. And I need to go watch Kung Fu movies. If I think I like Kung Fu movies you're saying we're going to start watching some Kung Fu movies. I would like to watch Kung Fu movies. I haven't like, like, you know, Crouching Tiger. I've never seen like, you know, like, like, shit like that like I, I would dig that because like when I saw Shang-Chi I was kind of blown away I was also pretty high but I was also like I was also <laughs> I know sorry uh, hang on a second there you go um, I was I was I was just like blown away by like the the the, the, the magical we watched it with i watched it with a buddy of ours uh and, and i'm like i'm like dude that was the most beautiful movie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> so like there's some angles dude like they they do a good job they did a good job i'm a little i'm a little disappointed in you on two things that well, well 
one, you did that. Two, you did it without me. Oh, yeah. Three, I thought we Two things. United, three. Three, exactly. I thought we had a united front about going to the movies. No, not at all. I knew, I knew, I knew your thoughts. And I don't know. No, 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 no. I guess, I guess you clearly didn't know my thoughts. It seems like we had a united front about going to the movies in this time. Well, listen, I, I felt more comfortable than you, and that's completely okay, fine. Okay. So, no. mm-hmm. right. Okay. Tom, we can get Rip Roaring High when Shang-Chi hits Disney Plus on, uh, what is it, December 18th? Oh, October 18th? Uh, er, October 18th? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that because right. it's like 45 days after. Right. After the premiere. Sure. Yeah. All right. So now the question is. Uh-huh. Eternals. What do we want? I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. What was that? We'll see what reviews say. Yeah, I'm sure the reviews are going to be fine. Like, I mean that 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 director's an Academy Award winning director now. Um, the the ensemble cast seems like it'll be dynamite. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Like, there were parts like like so Shang Chi got get made a ton of money, got great reviews. And there were parts of it that I just did not like. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, and, and I don't want to dive right into it. The, those parts were all like the Marvel, like, eh, get uh, it? You know what I mean? It, 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 yeah, it's yeah. the jokey stuff. It, it's like that. It's like, you don't really need that. Don't get me wrong. The, the, I, think, I think the acting credits, everybody, like, uh, uh, my, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the dude's name. I think Simu Lu or something like that. The dude who's yeah. acting, uh, who, who portrayed Chang-Chi was great. I don't think he's got great comedic timing, so there is no reason to put him in comedic scenes. I think though that shit fell flat. Um, unless Aquafina's whole claim to fame is that she's awkward as hell, oh. then guess what? That worked out very well because that shit was awkward, and I did not like that. I forgot she. Would, uh, yeah, uh, I don't like, like her. Like it was honestly it, to me, it felt like it, if you threw Kevin Hart opposite chadwick in black panther you know like it was like we gotta shoehorn some jokes and shit in you know yeah but like chadwick had you know a little more diverse acting talent where he could kind of like you know cut a joke here and there you know and be you know be a little more loose and relatable uh what's the what's the guy's name you looking it up tommy i see you Probably really shouldn't have done that because something just got ruined. Oh boy! Oh no! Uh, Shut it down! Shut it down, Tommy! I got it! I got! I got you! I got you! No, no, it's 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 already done. It's already done. Yes, Simu Lewis. Simu Lewis is name. Don't get me wrong. Great, great, like, um, like a straight man actor. Like just like 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 great presence. Like you could this this guy can kick an ass. You know, he could probably kick two asses if he wanted to. But like. I don't know. I wasn't buying the whole, you know, jokey, jokey stuff. Again, I could have been hot. It could have been because I was high. I was very hyper aware of all this shit. I have this thing. I have this thing when I when I watch shit while high is my brain deconstructs what I watch and I don't watch a movie or I don't watch a TV show. I'm watching actors act in front of a camera on a set. So, and I can't shut that off. Like, and and and, and there was one so point in strings and everything. There, yeah, no, there was one point in particular, Tommy, and and I'll point it out to you when we do end up watching it. 
um, where like, you know, they're, they're, a car pulls up and in my mind, it's like, oh, this is the next scene. I got it. And I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, shut up, shut up, stop. <laughs> like, and, like, and, like the director hit action and then the car pulls up, you know, like I'm just, uh, it was bad. But it was a lot of fun. It was a good movie. <laughs> I had an enjoyable time. Um, and that's all I've been up to. <laughs> the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. In the words of the immortal legend Mick Foley. WWE uh, is a problem. Yes. So this is actually this is actually a convenient time we're talking about this with this topic um, because you know AEW had a killer pay per view showing with All Out. Um, Mick Foley, as Tom alluded to, just did a um, like a Facebook video or something talking about the problems of the WWE. Um, so clearly, the nation is ready to talk about it, and and don't worry, nation, we're here to talk about it. We want to talk about the state of the WWE. And I'm going to I'm going to basically echo the disclaimer we gave earlier in the episode. We are not the most hardcore WWE fans. We like professional wrestling. We both grew up on professional wrestling and we want to see it succeed. And we see it being successful elsewhere than the uh the nations, not the rude nation, the uh the the, the uh leader in sports entertainment it's not even called professional wrestling that's a dirty word there um the wwe it, we we see a lot of issues there and i feel like we need to start talking about the issues of the wwe and that's what this episode is going to do um we we did an outline i was born on the train we're actually we're actually organized i know it, yeah ish right <laughs> Much like the um the the staff of the WWE should be organized. Actually, all professor professional wrestlers wrestlers. Listen, they're they're athletes just as much as fucking MLB ball players. You know what I mean? Like they need to be protected. Am I am I wrong? If anything, they they put their body at more risk. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So the state of the WWE. We're gonna we're gonna just take a step back. Like, how did we get to this point? All right. Let's talk about once the WWE bought their competition in WCW, they had no, no, nothing to keep them in check. Um, in the late nineties, early two thousands, WWE went public, you know, so they had shareholders. Now um, it was pretty much like, like once they were able to push WCW down mm -hmm. in the attitude era, they were able to kind of just become the leader again. And they weren't the leader. They were the leader because there was no competition. Like, we're, history lesson, everybody. The rock and wrestling thing, what Vince McMahon will best be known for once he dies is bringing, if he dies, we'll put it that way, um, will be bringing the art of professional wrestling to a mainstream audience. A lot of people don't realize that, like, the little independent scenes that you all see right now on Twitter, on YouTube right now, Picture that, but without any social media. Right. So, like, how are you going to find out what's going on in? I mean, shit. If Impact didn't have a didn't have a TV deal, you wouldn't have any idea what's going on down there. 
You know what I mean? Um, that's, I think, what makes such like, like the, the next evolution is like the AEW is forbidden door. Like it, it's kind of like the best of both worlds with that. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about them a little later. Um, but what Vince did was he brought wrestling to a mainstream, to, to a global, to a national and then global audience um, with WrestleMania, with the rock and wrestling era, with pay-per-views, with stuff like that. And the NWA with its little uh, territories weren't able to compete. So Ted Turner, big old uh, Southern boy, bought the rights that bought the rights of Jim Crockett promotions, turned it into WCW, put it on TBS, ended up putting it on TNT, went head to head with Raw, and now Raw and the WWF finally has some sort of competition that can go up against it because it's the money to push that promotion to do it. Right, Tom? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And they were neck and neck for a good part of the 90s, you know, with some wins, some losses, whatever. But once WWF was able to kind of push them down, that's when they wanted to kind of, I, I guess, go legit, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like they went public. They they got more marketing deals through like Mattel or Jack specific and then Mattel. And, you know, you know what I mean? So then once they lost the competition, and I know a lot of wrestlers in that era saw that also as kind of the turning point. There was no reason for WWF slash E to, to really do anything. They owned their competition. They were a monopoly in the uh, national uh, wrestling market. Right. I mean, you remember this time, right, Tommy, when you were like, you saw the, you know, once WCW was bought out, it's like, okay, now what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they could have done something, Fantastic with the whole invasion angle. Very true. Yep. I mean, to this day, that is still one of my favorite. I love invasion shit. I right. really do. Um, it was completely mishandled. They were just they tried to do too much in too little in right. too little. But also, they didn't do not enough. You know, and right. don't, don't get me wrong, like that invasion pay per view, I think is still one of the highest bought pay per views. But right. like, imagine how much it would have bought if, if, if WWE, again, because like the mishandling of WCW, like a lot of those contracts were through AOL Time Warner and not through World Championship Wrestling. So when WWE bought World Championship Wrestling, they got those contracts. So like Goldberg, Hogan, Nash, Hall, Steiner. Um, they all were tied up in their own contracts and they were like, Oh, I could either go wrestle for money or I could go sit on my ass for money. I think I'm just going to do the latter. And that's what they did. And Vince and Vince gave no incentive to be like, no, come on, like do dream matches, bro. Sting taker, um, you know, uh, Hogan rock like a year prior to what happening, you know, like it could have been fucking, it could have been the tits, but you know you could have had you could have had AJ in there as one of your biggest stars so much earlier. I I don't know about that. I think a, the AJ's trajectory was once in a lifetime. Like he needed to go elsewhere. You well, know what you I know mean? What I'm saying, like, he was one of those guys that they could have picked up the yeah, that contract, like his contract. Yeah, I mean he was uh, AJ is an anomaly. AJ needed his path to. He's phenomenal. Um, he needed his path to make him the guy he was. That, right. that, 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 that's, 
but you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, I mean, you had the keys to all the kingdoms and you could have done yeah. something else. But what you did was you just kind of squashed it. And what you did was you created the brand split. You tried to create your own competition, which yep. in retrospect might have worked. Because, um, again, you got stuff like, you know, the SmackDown 6, like we talked about, I think, on a, a, a Wrestle Special where like SmackDown was doing its own thing. Raw was basically just fucking Triple H's reign of terror with the evolution and his world championship. You know, like it, it was that shit. So, but like you, you, you were trying to simulate like, ooh, what show is better? But like, it's all going to the same. It's feeding the same mouth. Both hands feed the same mouth. That's a fucking proverb, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So, Mm-hmm. No, 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 okay. no, I what I was gonna say. Gotcha. Um, so, but in this in this reality now that they're, they're facing themselves into, they needed to create new stars, and they couldn't pull from WCW anymore because guess what? They had all those contracts. So you know, like your Sean O'Hare's, your Chris Palumbo's, or Chuck Palumbo's. I'm sorry, your Rey Mysterio's. Like for better or worse, or however they ended up in the scope of things, we're all part of the same umbrella. So now you needed to make new stars. So what do they do? Their developmental territory kind of kicks back in with, with OVW and FCW and you get guys who stick. You get guys like a uh, bodybuilder turned professional wrestler turned sports entertainer in John Cena. You get your third generation star in Randy Orton. You get your NCAA fucking beast Brock Lesnar. You get your 40 year old with a fucking killer physique who wants to wrestle in Dave Batista? You get those four guys who are still pretty much synonymous with professional wrestling or WWE, really. Yeah, and yeah. are legends in their own time. So, so WWE needed to make their own stars, and that is that. That's going to be we're, that's going to echo now because the way that NXT was and then turned into and is now becoming is almost like cyclical of what's happening. Yeah. Like WWE needs to create their own stars. They can't just get somebody and put a little WWE bow on them and push them out there. Right. Because that doesn't necessarily work. Carrying cross. Um, Cross. um, I I, I mean, it's. I mean, let's face facts. It's the real. Adam Cole. Keith Lee. If we want to talk about real current situations of being yeah. like guys that should have been that 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 ha- are megastars in the indies again, I, 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 I'm not trying to make that term derogatory, but it is, you know, it, it's not how Vince sees it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Karrion Cross is a great example of them trying to put a WWE hat on it, and fans. What, what, what's funny is that fans of Carrying Cross, Killer Cross are like, what the fuck are they doing? And I can't imagine how people who have never seen this guy wrestle are like, what am I looking at? You know, like it, it's hard for me to, to, to decipher what's good out of this. That could just be me, you know? Yeah. I mean, proof in point was I saw something where it was just like, the, this past Monday, John Morrison versus uh, Karrion Cross happened. Right. And someone put, like, the picture of them facing off an impact. Uh-huh. And then John Morrison 
in the bottom picture from this past Monday, shooting him with a super soaker. Yeah. And it's just like when Impact had better matches than what W than what the machine has, there's a there's a problem there. Very, very true. And I and I think what, what's helped impact out the most is that um in this timeline of WWE not having competition, right, is that the wrestling fans wanted competition. So I think when TNA saw that, they they saw that they tried to um manufacture that. They tried mm-hmm. to get their Hulk Hogan's, their Vince Russo's, their Jim Cornette's, their Billy Corgan's to try to give them a little bit of rub and be like, no, we're competition. And it never worked. And I think the niche that impact has kind of fallen into has been very successful for them. They, they were, I, th- I think um, once everything is all said and done, I think they have been the most consistent promotion within this whole weird COVID era. Because yeah, like been- a lot of people had no idea. And, and listen, I, I don't, I don't want to make a joke and be like, well, they had a practice of working uh, without a crowd, but like, you know, they, they were able to just be like, you know what? Fuck. We don't need the, they would love the audience, but they need to produce matches. Right. Exactly. They can't just be like, Oh, whatever the crowd wants or whatever Vince wants or whatever the higher powers want. Like they need to produce a product. And they produce a product. And I mean, you know, it, it is what it is with them. So, but I, but I think that that's kind of what where it is. And that's that's the problem that the WWE has had is that, like I said, once they went public, then once they started getting a lot more, I, I have this later down in the, in, the, um, in, the, um, in the notes, but they have too many masters. Like right now, NXT and uh, Raw are on USA. SmackDown is on Fox. You have uh, advertisers for both specific television companies. You have your own advertisers, like your toy companies, this and that. Like you have too many masters to please. And that's a problem because like they can't give to the fans. They need to give to their bottom line. Yeah. The best thing that they, one of the best things they could do TV wise is get all three shows under one network. Right. Which is what, which is what they had. They had that yeah. for a while, but then money was coming, and then that that's really what it comes down to. And don't get me wrong, WWE has had the most profitable year in years. And a lot of that does have to do with, yes, cutting talent and making money moves like this, and yes, that delicious, Saudi blood money. But you know what? It, it, it's like, and the, yeah, there's that, that whole thing. Yeah, I didn't put that on the list. That just came to me. Yeah. Um, but, but like they, they have all these things where it's like, yeah, they're making money, but they're not producing a good product. Right. Um, but I mean, we, we just talked about NXT, um, NXT was the, the attempt of NXT, the genesis of NXT was that they wanted to basically f- manufacture new stars. So they made the performance center. They made a microcosm of what the WWE production system is yeah and they put people through that and and with varying results with like you know like like tyler breeze was in developmental hell for years before he became tyler breeze Uh Uh, and even then he wasn't able to scratch the surface of what he probably could have done but he was able to to help that i mean you had and you had you have like the minds of down there like dusty Rhodes was down there william regal is down there 
you know, Shawn Michaels is down there. You have the, the, the wrestling minds to, to create new generations of stars, like new and next and future generations of stars, but they just don't do that. And it's because of the form factor, cookie cutter sports entertainment that the WWE puts out. And I mean, again, like, like you have those anomalies, like your Seth Rollins, formerly mm-hmm. known Tyler Black, who went through the developmental and was able to still now main event. You know, yeah. your Brian Danielsons went through the FCW thing and became Daniel Bryan <laughs> and then, you know, peaked. And we'll talk about his mishandling of that stuff. CM Punk went through OVW and got where he got despite a lot of management. Yeah, out of those, yeah, out of those yeah, three man. names, out of those man. three names, I think Rollins was the only one that kind of went with the, 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 the tide, yeah, and was able to succeed. And was that because he was just a yes man, or just like whatever you say, Vince, I got you, or whatever you say, Hunter, I got you. It's possible. Don't get me wrong. So, whatever you know, you know, whatever you say, Uncle Bruce, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's he he's another he's another major issue. Bruce Prichard, he's he he's gonna be he him and Vince are gonna kill. Yes, NXT. because going, they mm-hmm. because it's not. Yes, it you know it's Vince's creation because you know he backs it with his money. Absolutely, but he you know they're not the ones who made it. What? It is right. So they're going to see it as like, oh, well, this has to be completely changed. We're going to get rid of all these like high flyers that people enjoy now. Yeah, I agree. Let's face it. Humans have a very short attention span. Yeah. And having two big behemoths like, you know, guys who have like the body of like Lesnar and Lashley nobody has the mentality for that kind of slow match. Except for Vince, Bruce, Bruce. John Laurinaitis, Kevin Dunn, you know, it's those guys. Like, they... You know, the audience doesn't. Exactly, yeah. And don't don't get me wrong, they might, but it needs to be delivered in a way that, like, you're like, oh, I'm excited for this. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, this is good. Like, it's like almost like those, you know, like those old school Royal Rumble standoffs where it's like you see two guys that don't have they've never touched before, but they're right. like, you know, like like parallels to each other. It's why I like the brand split early on was because you kept guys on one show, you kept guys on another show. So during like a an invasion angle or a survivor series, when you saw like a like a Kurt Angle go nose to nose with Triple H. You're like, ooh, okay, this is good because like we got a taste of this years ago, but now it's like, you know, these are the fucking heads of, uh, I don't want to say the table because that's a new thing, the heads of their respective shows. Right, right. Yeah. But it, it, it's, they don't know how to build story no. anymore. Absolutely not. And again, it's like, it's like you said, it's like the short attention span. Yeah, I mean, fuck's sakes, they just, they recycled a story where Miz turned on Morrison. Yep. And not, o- not only that, but, it, but like the, the, the current state of the WWE also deals with a lot of like, it's a lot of rematches, you know? And again, because that's maybe because 
you know, we were talking about having too many masters to please, but really the, the head of that is Vince. So it's yeah. almost like he, 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 he okays one script, let's say, and this is all like, you know, every, like every dirt sheet uh, wrestling website is showing this stuff is t- talking about the stuff where Vince will like, you know, six hours before showtime, he'll rip the script up. So then what do the writers have to do is just be like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, that worked last week. So let's just do it and tweak it. And it's like, no, that doesn't that, that that's one of two. Th- that, that's two, two things. That's lazy. Yeah. And that also devalues a lot of the roster. I think what AEW does is they have a, they have a tremendous amount of talent. And mm-hmm. I think the bubble is definitely going to burst sooner than later. Once, like, because AEW is still within its third year. Um, once it hits five years, you're going to start seeing like an exodus releases. You're going to start seeing it because they just have, they have a lot of talent. But right now, they're handling their talent in a way that, like, you know, um, I don't want to even, it, 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 factions is too strong of a word. Like, you see, like, just like people hanging out and teaming up, you know, like, you know, like, Oh, we're good guys. We're both quirky or whatever. We hang out together. Like Chris Statlander and orange Cassidy. Perfect example. Like, or, or what happened on uh, rampage uh, currently was Brian Pillman was getting Brian Pillman jr. Was getting beaten down and Moxley came out. Right. Yeah. Like both Cincinnati boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that makes sense. That's logical. Um, and yeah. you can then potentially have fresh mashups because like, oh, now, now maybe you want, um, you, you know, you, you can then start swapping shit around instead of being like, okay, now it's uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Okay, cool. Then it's uh, Nikki Ash versus Charlotte Flair. Okay, now it's Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley. Okay, now it's Nikki Ash. Like, it, it's the same. Yeah, fun. I mean, unfortunately, Asuka being hurt is what is hurting the women's division right now. I, I, there's a lot that's hurting the women's division. Well, no, that doesn't cool. help. Yeah, because I mean, even though she does have a pretty sick fucking slang. Yeah. Her slang, did you see it? It was the power yeah. glove. Yeah. Um, she's a big weeb. Um, which I don't think is derogatory towards a Japanese person, but uh-huh. I apologize. Uh-huh. That just might be derogatory towards uh whiteies. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Um, wowie, wow, wow. The, um, but yeah, so, I mean, we're we're jumping all over the place, but I I think it really all comes down to how WWE is, is handling its product currently. Um, and we, we, we did touch upon that, like, you know, wrestling fans are just hungry for something. I think when NXT was created and NXT hit the network, it was a gift and a curse. It was a gift because it now puts the pressure on the talent to deliver because now they have eyes on them. It's not just Vince or Dusty or Road Dog or you know what I mean or, or Hunter. It's it's everybody. Yeah. And it, it, it's beneficial for the company to do that because now you're now you're creating stars the way you want to create them. However, the slippery slope is that now there's buzz. So when they see and hear a match with Sami Zayn and um, uh, Cesaro who have wrestled multiple times, hundreds of times on the indies, you start to get more eyes on this and you get a match that is buzzworthy and also possibly not WWE manufactured because of the competitors. Both of them have 
of a, a, a talent pool that is not unlike what the WWE is. It's they're both not bodybuilders. You know, one, one's a high flyer technical guy. One is a fucking Swiss cyborg. Like Cesaro is amazing, and Cesaro should definitely have gotten uh, a, a, a way better. Uh, Card hand dealt to him than he has. He should has he should have had numerous world titles by now. I agree. At um, least just two. Give me two. That's it. I one of them be a long one. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. But it's almost know, like it's it's almost because like Vince didn't create it. He's up. He doesn't like it. Which also you just you hit the nail on the head which also makes the whole aj thing just so much like bizarre is because it's like it's like man he's really fucking good so yeah give it to him and he had a long lengthy title reign you know what i mean like look at owens as well vince didn't create him yeah so he's just like yeah yeah he's i can't i can't wait for him to fucking get out of there and show up january might be it you know well did you see that's the the thing did you see what he did on Twitter and he deleted it? Yep. It's the, uh, <laughs> the coordinates for Mount Rushmore, which I yep. guess was a PWG faction uh, between uh, him, 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 him. and Adam Cole. Yeah, yep. exactly. So pretty know, cool. there's something with Adam Cole that I would like to see happen, but I'll, uh, I'll wait either when we're done recording or if we talk about AEW. Okay. Um, but like, so with NXT trying to get like a buzz, they did the the signing of the top indie stars. And Tom, you remember this article way back when? This was right after Owens got signed. It was an it was an inter, it was a sit down interview with Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, uh, Hideo Itami, aka mm-hmm. Kenta, Neville. Mm-hmm. AKA currently known as Pac and yeah. Finn. And who? Finn. Yeah. Okay. And like they were going to be the future of NXT. Yeah. You no. Know? And for better or worse, like they all had their moments. I mean, Hideo got hurt, whatever. Shit happens. It's, it's, it, it ain't ballet, kid. Um, so he never really got a got a real chance to shine. All of those other guys were NXT champs yep. uh, for for various amounts of, of time. Two of those guys were only able to touch world championship gold in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it it's just like you have the talent, but like just because like uh, you came from a bingo hall, nah, you'll never fly, kid. You know. But like, yeah. even though they are compelling performers, they can connect with the crowd, which really is, is should be it. You know, like that should succeed. It's like what Punk said in his AEW debut was that at this point in his timeline, he exited professional wrestling. Sometime later. <laughs> He returned to professional wrestling. Right. And that, that kind of shows you what the WWE machine is all about. And that to a performer, it's what McFoley said in his video. Like, as a performer, is WWE really where you want to be? Like, yeah, you might have grown up on that product, but like, is that as an artist, is that where you want to be? Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, he, he's got a damn good point. And for someone of his status, who is probably getting blacklisted, not even as we speak, already as we spoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, yeah. I want this stuff out off yeah. the I mean, let's see. Let's see if he's taken off the alumni page. Oh my god, he might be. All his fucking uh, legend shit. Well, I can see like a legends contract. Who knows? Like that's that's a completely different thing. But um, all right. Let's so so we're, we're moving on. So WWE without any sort of competition. Like I feel like their competition with Impact they squashed real fast, and that had to do a lot with they weren't really firing on all cylinders. WWE just like basically just just grabbed con- um, uh, talent from them or right. like, oh, it's the first impact on Monday nights. Granted, that wasn't a great impact, but it's like, OK, let's have Bret Hart return and hug Shawn Michaels. Like as a wrestling fan, that's what I want to talk about as a wrestling fan. That is that's what you want to say. Right. Right. What I wanted to say was that we've said this off air. Like what the WWE has to offer and it's not, it isn't much, but it's important. They know how to package a match. They know how they, their production I think is, is the best in the business, right? Like they know how to put together a promo that you'll be like, Holy shit. I really care about this match that mm-hmm. I had no idea about. Right. And they yeah, have, I was care about. yeah. And they have the history. They have the, you know, the welcome to WrestleMania, Austin 316, like, like their, their whole, like, then, now, forever shit before every, ep- every episode is true. They have the nostalgia. They have the whole, like, oh, man, I used to love this. And then what happened? You know? It's true. Uh, but WWE started getting stagnant. Um, a lot of their exciting things were mishandled again because it wasn't a Vince McMahon creation. The Summer of Punk, perfect example. We talked about this when we did our retro rewatch of Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Like botched. You know, Punk should Punk should have been gone for months. He should have showed up here and there and everywhere with the WWE title. That would have gotten such incredible buzz. You would want to turn into Raw and be like, "Oh, is he going to show up?" Turns out he shows up a week later, but you know what I mean? That should have been good. The yes yeah. movement. It, it, it's, they just, they come, you know, they just don't know how to handle shit. Exactly. The promos. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the yes movement. The yes movement shouldn't have happened, but like it, it did and it needed to. The whole 18 seconds of WrestleMania, like Daniel Bryan's first WrestleMania match as a world champion was just to make Seamus look strong. Right. Like complete backfire because then the yes movement happened. And then like, you, you know, with punk exiting, like they needed somebody to kind of like uh, intercept this heat and turn it into something positive. And, and to be fair, like a couple episodes ago when Royal returned to Chicago after punk got fired, there was this whole like, Oh, we're going to occupy role. We're going to occupy role. And to WWE's credit, they they could have just had Stephen McMahon out there for 45 minutes and berate the crowd. And they probably would have. And there was probably a script that existed for that. But what they did was they put out Daniel Bryan, right. someone that the crowd could definitely get behind and definitely, like I said, intercept that energy and turn it into something for him. So yeah. therefore, 
Vince was like, ah, it was a pretty good idea I had, right? Like, motherfucker, Vince, I guess. You son of a bitch. You carny motherfucker. Exactly, yeah. And again, like, and, and, and like, fucking Daniel Bryan's first, well, I mean, again, his whole rise, like, ugh. Uh, like WrestleMania 30, great moment. Mm-hmm. We all forget about the fact that Daniel Bryan won the championship at the SummerSlam and got cashed in on, and then beat Randy Orton, but there was a ref bump, so that didn't happen. And then had to fight at Bray Wyatt in a in a go nowhere feud. Like it, we, oh, we, we kind of forget I'm- that. Honestly, that feud, what I, I enjoyed that feud. Between so, did I, so did I, but he was like, yo, that guy was just your world champ uh, a month ago. Right. And now what is he doing? What you know what I mean? It was a good that? feud. But yeah. like, it was like, what is, what the fuck is he doing? You know? So like, yep. they almost had to, they almost had to repackage what we wanted. Vince did, you know, like Vince had to be like, oh, you like this thing? Here you go. Yeah, I gave this to you. Like, no, you didn't. But thanks, and you gave it to me at WrestleMania 30. So, okay, fine, you get it. And then his first feud is with Kane, and then he got hurt. So it's it's a fucking the tragedy. The tra- Let me tell you the tragedy of, of Darth Brian the Wise. Um, the Shield. The Shield was a it was such an exciting faction. Yes, and it was it was it was bolstered by two indie stars, indie darlings, mm-hmm. and. A homegrown and a homegrown Samoan, you know, uh, family man from you know, you know a second generation at least. And um, who's the one? Who is the one that had to be made look strong? Roman, the one who has ties to the Rock. Exactly, the one who has ties to the history of WWE. You yeah. know, just because he was in the family. You know what? Fuck you, Seth. Fuck you, uh, Moxley, Dean, whatever you want to say. And again, but like that was such an exciting group. That mm-hmm. was such an exciting feud when they all broke up. And that was that's one of your favorite pay-per-views, Tom, the Money in the Bank, when they all won the title. Like they all won yeah. the title. But it was also exciting when they would come down and serve justice. Exactly. Yes. Like but, I I I, I feel like that didn't go on long enough correct um we never i mean i feel like we never got a real proper feud between them and the wyatt family no definitely you got got a great match out of them but yeah that was pretty much it i think the writing won everyone wanted that yeah everyone wanted that but i think the writing was on the wall they wanted to break the shield up so Mm -hmm. it's like listen we got to get this we got to get this in and they did and and they made the most of it Yep, yep yep But again, like, what was the end game? Roman is now your universal champion. You know, Seth is feuding with Edge for now. We'll see what happens. But, like, you know, he, he's, he's where he is. Dean is off doing John Moxley stuff. And he's, he's, he's the artist, and he is performing his art to something he, he, he he's feels a little more receptive to. Yeah. It, uh, to, to echo something real quick, CM Punk a while ago when he was in WWE tweeted that this poop ain't fun anymore. And then he then retweeted that or quote retweeted that recently where he said, this shit is fun again. Right. Like, is that, 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 that's what this, that that's what AEW and the, the, the culture that it's bringing is doing for its performers. It's exciting to them. 
It's yeah. not like a WCW money grab where they're just like, okay, cool. I'm going to just get paid and that's it. Like, no, they're getting paid to perform in front of a crowd that loves to watch them. And I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to diminish any of the, those fans who like WWE, if you like what you watch, that's great. However, there are issues and there are alternatives that you might not notice because again, the, 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 the monopolistic outlook of the WWE doesn't provide for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, just going back to NXT. So we know NXT I loved, but mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. Like, right. It's just not. I mean, having Swerve as champion is awesome. I think yeah, he, I agree. he's awesome. But once Vince and Bruce Pritchard finally come in, they're going to ruin. Absolutely. They're going to ruin it. They're going to break up that group like they yeah. you know, like they did. Uh, oh, my God. See, I can't even read her um, business. Her business, you know, they're going to destroy that. It's it's so weird to me. I think, and I saw something online where it was just like, I think Vince is all about heat. He's all about like, you know, it's, it's, it's one person against the odds. Um, And that's why like your good guys never really hang out together, Mm -hmm. but your bad guys have no problem teaming up. Um, And that's what AEW doesn't do. Like right. they will be like, oh, you guys are faces. Like, don't you hate that a good like you should morally be a, opposed to another good guy getting hurt. So go out there. You know what I mean? Like they did that during um at, at the end of All Out when Christian Cage was getting beat down. Like Jungle, the Jurassic Express ran out. Even though it's like really the Jurassic Express. I'm actually loving the Kazarian thing. Like uh, the elite, like the elite hunter. Yeah. Like, loving that him coming yeah. out messing with the elite honestly I, I i'm i'm probably one of the few i'm probably in the minority i'm over the elite i was over the elite oh yeah you were yeah you were um you know as soon as i saw that like omega and you know the bucks had their own little group within the within the bullet club i was like Ugh. and then i saw adam cole hooking up with them i was like guy come on you're so much better than that right but but, but what I- what I would love to see is that, you know, Adam Cole's playing them. He's playing, he's playing elite. And then all of a sudden he brings in Mike Bennett and Matt Taven and Maria. And the kingdom is now in AEW. That could be pretty cool. I would. I, I think that, 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 that would be would probably possible. Oh, it's totally possible. Yeah. No, no. I mean, me, I don't know Matt Taven's contract deal with Ring of Honor. Right. I don't know if he's still with them. Right. But I think that would be great. Yeah. Well, shit. Who the hell knows? We could see Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole just completely join up with Kazarian. It's true. Um, <laughs> but Tom, Tommy, you, you're touching on a subject where I think the, um, the competition was able to get a lot of buzz because again, like we're, we're talking about like wrestling fans. They just want the best for wrestling. I don't think wrestling fans ever go away. They just want mm-hmm. to see something that engages them. Right. And over in new Japan, when the bullet club was formed, that was exciting because yeah. people are like, Ooh, this is like a rough shot group. NWO kind of in new Japan with a bunch of got like, like a bunch of killers, you know, at the time you got like the, the, uh, Carl Anderson, uh, Prince Devitt, uh doc gallows you know and then those groups just started growing and growing and to, to a to a jokeable amount but yeah that was exciting like NWO did. <laughs> exactly um 
and you know the and that was you know they all came together because the whole original thing was like they were feeling that like they were like kind of like the low like the lone gaijins yeah exactly in japan and they weren't getting their fair shape exactly Exactly. So they were like, it was exciting. Yeah, we're gonna go out. We're gonna we're, we're gonna do our thing. Right. I mean, I mean, the original two were Devitt and Carl Anderson. Yes. Yes. And then Gallows came. I think. Yeah, I think Gallows was tagging with Anderson. Probably after, probably after his Impact run with Aces and Eights happened. Right. True. True. Um. But I mean, if yeah. there if there was no Bullet Club, like I don't even know where there would be. You know, I don't want to be like, oh man, that Bullet Club was really the leader of it. But like something like that, something had to give where it needed to be exciting, and and the wrestling fans just needed excitement, right? And that now was exciting to them. And now we're starting to get members of Bullet Club showing up in Impact. Right. Yeah. Because again, like like I so so that that talks about like what we were, we were talking about before, like like the competition recognizes itself like yeah. you have you have uh kenny omega wrestling in triple a against uh andrade with rick flair as his manager which you might probably see at some point in aew but you've also got um who's that sling slit sling blade guy what's his name who's like uh, jay white jay white who oh. i think is like right now the leader of bullet club he's like dabbling in impact um, I don't know who I, I I think the Tongas might be the leaders because I feel like they might have kicked him out. There was there, there was a there was a Bullet Club got a little convoluted, especially when the elite started going against like the OGs or yes, whatever like that. Exactly. Uh, but the elite spun out into all elite wrestling with Omega, the box, and Cody. Um mm-hmm. but, but like you 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 see a lot of that diversity going and it harkens back to the territory days where like kind of things were like a little bit wild westy, but everyone's smart about it. Like it's a new generation. It, it, it saw how the machine churned out professional wrestling into sports entertainment. And they're just like, nah, you know, we can maybe take the best of both worlds, you know, like Kenny Omega. I'm personally not one over by, but I think he gets the best of both worlds. He knows how to perform in the ring and he knows how to produce something grand that people are, are like, Oh, get eyes on him. And then you're, you're watching him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just like, Oh, yo, check out this triple H entrance. Like that's pretty cool, but don't watch the match. Cause it's a fucking snooze fest, you know, no disrespect to triple H your boy, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, also get well, triple H. Get well. Huh? Also get well, Triple H. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I am seeing a long title reign for Omega with the AEW title. Pro- I, I, I believe it, yeah. Until I gotta feel until Hangman comes yeah. back. Yeah. It, yeah. Unless, it, unless they throw it on. Uh, you know, unless Punk works his way through the ranks, because right now he's going to be feuding with Team Taz, which is fucking random to me. I yeah, no, it definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, um, it was just yeah, a weird like, oh, Punk, we got I don't know. Or I'm they sure could throw cool. it on Daniel Bryan or they can, yeah. you know, they could ter- throw it on Adam Cole. I am guaranteeing we're going to see the strap on Adam P- uh yeah, hey, uh, hangman page. Right. Before 
I agree. End of 2022. I agree. Not before the end of 2021. Before the end of 2022. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. give it, but give it, give so, it like a calendar year. It'd be so well deserved. Like, I agree. He's one of the originals. He, but, you know, and they they even tried to bring him into the elite as well. Right. right. You know, I mean, like, he blew, no, he was Bullet Club. But yeah, I think you're right. He was Bullet like Club. he was but, like hanging on to the elite, like just like, all yeah. right, guys, let's go over here. He decided to break away from them. Right. You know, which is, you know, very cool. And right. him doing his own shit. So um, I really think we're gonna we're gonna end up seeing I think we're gonna end up seeing Bray Wyatt showing up in all elite, right? Especially with the state of the dark order right now. Right. Like, you know, Anna Jay and uh, whatever her name is, Conti. Hey, Conti. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are going to, uh, you know, just get fed up and like, you know, make a call and, you know, break. And, and honestly, the Bray Wyatt that I, I would love to see is like that cult leader, Bray right. Wyatt. Right. Like, like wearing the Hawaiian shirt, the, you know, the fedora. Maybe something, you know what? Probably you'll get like that persona. But I think Bray Wyatt is one of those performers, one of those performers, just like a Kenny Omega, where like he can get eyes on him and then perform in the ring. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily under the, you know, five moves of doom style of the WWE, but he, he can, right. he can definitely go. Um, but you will so get something. It's, it's almost like Malachi Black, like how yeah. he took what his character did in um, WWE, NXT, canonized it. And now he is the same person, but just, evolved you know you'll probably get like a harken back bray wyatt but you're not going to get the same old thing especially out of him like don't get me wrong they'll probably be just like yo bray or not bray what's his fucking name um rotundo whatever yeah w- windham no that, that's whatever no, i think windham rotundo is he windham all right oh, that bow. That yo, people. yo buddy get over here put this hat yeah. put this put this wine shirt on he's probably just going to be like no like i want to do this and, yeah. uh, you know, they give him a little creative control. Sure. It's like how Matt Hardy did the whole broken gimmick from yeah. Impact to and he, and he brought it everywhere. And then he did the Woken, which was similar, but, you know, did not do that great of a job. Even with the production that WWE has, like they could have fucking killed it. Whatever. Again, Vince is like, this isn't mine. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's just face it. The competition is killing it right now. The competition is killing it, and like they, they, it's not, it's not a matter of WWE sucking so bad. It's they, they're sucking, and AEW is doing a great job. Like they are rewarding wrestling fans for long, long term storytelling. They're rewarding them with matches you want to see, and they're yeah. rewarding you with just a, a a a girth of talent that like. You know, it, it is just is something fresh. Yeah. And 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 then the, the, right now the state of W, they really need to kind of wake up. And with their, you know, too many, I, I think the writing is going to be on the wall soon. And and because I think that their um their their television partners are starting to get wise of like almost like okay well CM Punk just did great numbers for AEW like why why didn't you offer money like why didn't you do that you we have, I mean? but we got Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch <laughs> and, and to be fair those two talents i think 
one, not so much now, but Brock's whole deal, once he came back from UFC, I've always been a fan of because it was something that like he almost he said, fuck you, Vince. Yeah. And then you pay me and now I'm going to throw your guys around. And yeah, don't get me wrong. That gets a little stagnant, but like you don't see shit like that. Like it disrupts. Yeah. That's what I think NXT was so popular was because it disrupted the WWE image. And I think that's why it also failed was because it wasn't what Vinnie Mac wanted. You know what I mean? Correct. Like he Correct. couldn't, he couldn't take Johnny Gargano. Vince, he, he could not take Johnny Gargano and make him a WrestleMania main eventer, even though Johnny Gargano could main event WrestleMania. You know what He's I mean? Saying. He couldn't do it. He'd fuck it up real bad. Yeah. Champa, he ain't going to do that with Cross, 100%. Nope. Um, but Keith Lee, Adam Cole definitely couldn't do anything with that. But whatever. That's, that, that, that is where that lies. But I, I, I think the writing's going to be on the wall. Like, you know, they're seeing a lot of the talent leave and be nurtured elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And the fans see it, too. Like right now, a, a dynamite kind of was eating up some of the demographic numbers that Raw just ate. And granted, they're not neck, they're, they're not head to head on Monday or Wednesday nights, but like their numbers are better on Wednesday than Raw's numbers are on Monday. Like Dude, it's I- a matter of time before AW isn't even going into competition. They're just pushing. They're just trying to succeed. I think. Mm-hmm. And have you yeah. even tuned in anything? What was that? Have you tuned into anything WWE wise? I throw it on again because it it it's it, it's a product I'm familiar with. You know, like as far as a wrestling fan goes, like I see the results. You know, I check it out. I follow shit on Twitter. Or if it, or if something was like, oh, you should check the shit out on YouTube, I'll check it out. But like, right, right. I don't. It, it's something I throw on. I don't watch it constantly. Gotcha. You know I mean? But that's that's just me. And I, I think that's that's a lot like my co-host. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I don't yeah. I mean, dude, SummerSlam was really just an just an excuse for everybody to get together and throw some yeah. throw a product on that we're familiar with. Yeah. You know, that we might see one or two cool things. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it was fun. I you know, yeah. it was it was a fun time. Exactly. We're, we're, and again, a lot of it doesn't lie on when we're talking about WWE, the state of the WWE, it doesn't have to do with the talent. I think they still have a killer talent pool that they are just squandering. It, it's them not knowing how to exactly yes. talent because it does like it does like you know like you said there are too many masters to please. Absolutely, Vince is fully out of touch. He needs to step away. I agree. He you know him and his him him and his th- three cronies need to step the hell away. Yep. Honestly, you know. Look what Triple H did for NXT after Dusty. Made it exciting. I mean, it was always Triple H, but I think Dusty was like the, the guy there. Right. Yeah. right. But you're right. You know, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see tournaments on NXT anymore. No, because you, because of the, um, you know, the ADD of Vince, you know, like, no, I mean, you got to make it something new. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you can build. Come up with it. That's also true too, yeah. Like we said, a lot of it is like you know Vince being out of touch. Yep. Um, too many masters. 
too many masters and not knowing how to use the, the talent to their extent, just using yeah. it to how Vince deems necessary. Like, and that, mm-hmm. and that shows with these releases that happened in the past two years. Right. Exactly. Um, a lot, and a lot of big, and again, a lot of those could have been business related, um, just big contracts that they couldn't just do anymore, even though they're again, the most profitable, but how do you get more profitable? Cut those contracts. Right. Um, but don't then, pay the men during or, or women during a pandemic. Why would you do that? Yep. Um, but yet, you know, back in the 90s, you'll pay guys like Shawn Michaels to sit home. Well, because you didn't want him to go to the competition at the time. But you know what I mean, though. It's yeah. Just yeah. Kind of like- no, it, it's it, it, it's it's hypocrisy. That's it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it, it's fucked up. And like we said, it's not. It's not the the talent. Yeah. It's not the production. I don't think anybody who works there really says, oh, I want to do a bad job today. Yeah. I really want to give it 60% in the ring. But don't get me wrong. They might think that because they've been squandered for so long, like a Ricochet, mm-hmm. let's say, or a Keith Lee. They might just be like, I need to go. Or a Kevin Owens. You know, yeah. they're just like, I've only, I can only go so far. You know, I mean, proof of, you know, going back to the Adam Cole situation, they mm-hmm. they were willing to throw money at him. Yeah. Go on to Raw SmackDown, but he saw what they were doing to guys. Right. And he wanted nothing to do with that. Right. And and then, like, you know, honestly, they if they played Adam Cole correctly, they could have made him like the next, like, Shawn Michaels. Right. I agree. But again, because that's not a Vince creation yep. you know he's just like uh, i don't see it i didn't do that yeah. i don't know um it, it, daniel bryan the same way daniel bryan wanted to work in new japan and like they were wwe presumably was willing to be like okay fine you can work in new japan but like it wasn't good enough you know what for that for brian danielson the 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 artist within the squared circle you know like you know yeah. He wanted. He wants to have this industry that he loves and he works for and he works in to just succeed. That's the same thing that Mick Foley was getting at with his his video. Like he just mm-hmm. wants to see success throughout the board. He doesn't want to see just one winner. He just wants everybody to do good. And yeah. right now, it seems like everybody is doing good, but WWE could be doing better, especially if they're the leader in the in the industry in sports entertainment. Hundred percent. And then, and then there was the huge. I mean, to me, I, I think this was a huge mistake. Uh huh. And you know, you you know you 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 know you've disagreed because you know it's about money. Is the fact that the WWE Network moved to the cock, right? So it was just kind of like you had this whole fantastic library, right? Of, content right where you you were showing everything and now you're on something where they're one editing your shit right they another master yeah exactly it's another master which i I, it's not it is but it's not because they also run usa so well they run usa yeah but they didn't have control over their back catalog you know what i mean 
like they didn't have final say or, or whatever or other exactly. advertisers to worry about now exactly you know you you know they cut commercials into like crucial parts of matches i feel correct um i can't remember SummerSlam. did they cut commercials in the middle of matches i don't uh no the so the live shows no they don't do that if anything, you might get whatever advertising the pay-per-view, but you're not going to get like, you know, 60 seconds of commercials. You might just get yeah, like, oh, you know, JVT Kaboom Box. Here you go. Yeah, that for that, you know? I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, so it was just kind of like, it, it, it's just, <clears throat> to me, I feel like you lost a lot of people. Like, I know I didn't, re- I, I didn't, I didn't re-sign up for 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 the net uh for the peacock well okay to watch wwe it's not like we we, we don't share the password or anything just just I don't, just don't, I don't don't have, get me i don't have the password right. okay. um so um i don't do that that's uh that's wrong and that's wrong and bad that's illegal yes don't do that nobody do that <laughs> i can't believe anybody would do something like that i know i know fucked up <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just, I, I don't know, man. And now there's rumors that they might, you know, WWE might be selling. There, there was rumors of that. Yeah. And, and again, I'm sure yeah, that makes Khan, business sense, but yeah, Nick Khan is the, uh, he's like the, the, the president of operations or something like that. Like it, like, it's a weird thing where it's like, like Vince is like the CEO, but like, he doesn't do the day to day. Right. Shit. Um, so and, Nick is the one he, that's actually doing the releases because he's just like he's looking at like Braun Strowman's contract and he's like, nah, I don't want to pay this. Get out of here. Stupid question. Any relation to Tony Khan? No, that it's. I think it's like it's like Smith. Okay, no, yeah, I, 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 no. I don't know because it's just like yeah, you're getting released. Hold on, go to my little brother's promotion. Probably Vince probably thought Vince, who's never seen Scarface and getting a Scarface gimmick to Scott Hall, he probably just saw Khan and he's just like, oh, that's him. I got him. I got him. I'm going to just snipe him. I got him right here. He's in my company now. And it's not the same guy. It's probably the case. He's not, he's not too bright. He's out of touch. He's out of, he's absolutely out of touch. Vince oh, McMahon, yeah. Vince McMahon had some great ideas. Like you said, he will be known for bringing professional wrestling to a mainstream audience. But yes. I, it, it, he did a lot of harm and good. He killed the territories. He, yep. he, uh, a lot of wrestlers died under his watch and I'm sure, don't get me wrong as a human being, I'm sure he definitely feels for, but you know, it's, it, it's kind of, it's kind of tough to be just like, you know, praise him for everything. Yeah. He's just, he's not a good person. Right. At all. Any other final notes, Tommy? No, I think we've okay. all everything. Okay. So we fixed WWE. Oh, you know what? Hey, Tom, what could WWE do? <laughs> do you just want them to just be a little more like NXT like uh, four years ago? You know, just 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 let the wrestlers wrestle, right? Yeah. Let the wrestlers wrestle, tell a story in the ring. Enough of these stupid little backstage bullshit. Um, get rid of the 24-7 title. <laughs> um, seems a little random, but okay. No, I think it's just, I don't know. I think it's... You're not a fan. I think it's ridiculous. I wasn't right. even a, I wasn't a fan of the 24-7 hardcore title. Uh-huh. Because um, it's... All right, especially if there's, like, a good match and 
that nonsense interrupts the match. I got you. I got you. It's unnecessary right. to interrupt um, talent doing their job. Sure. Because, you know, Kevin Dunn thinks the fucking match might be fucking stale. Right. Yeah, no, I got you. Or Vince might just be like, get him out there. Get him out there. You know, like, yeah. give me a laugh. You know, I, um, I, I, I understand. And it goes to the it goes to the product. It's, it's the product yeah. in general. So I hear Definitely. you. I get it. Yeah, not a but fan. If that was Stone Cold Steve Austin going to stun some mid carters, you'd be all about that. Well, if, you know, well, if, it was, well, if it was if it was Austin, like okay, if it was like an Austin Michaels match, and that shit happened, and then they started stunning and super kicking people, uh huh, I'd be I, I'd fucking be all about it because it's just like get the fuck out of my ring, let us continue doing our shit. They wouldn't do that there. It would be a Jeff Jarrett Owen Hart match or something like that. And Austin would just come in and stun things, which I think he's done on a Sunday night heat. Uh, well, that was during the higher power storyline. All right. Okay. We get, all right. You and know I, what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? And I was there for that. Apples to oranges. Um, Bitch, that phrase don't make no sense. Why can't fruit be compared? I don't know. Right. Why well, can't um, so that, that, that's how to fix it, right? Just just get Vince out of power and um, just do just let the wrestle wrestlers wrestle. Get Vince and his cronies out of power right. and let Triple H run shit because obviously he, he he knows what he's doing. Right. Um. Oh, huh? No, it's just like well, it depends who you ask. Yeah. Well, there are people who hate him for no reason. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. And yeah, what about you? What would like, how do you think it should be fixed? Um, well, I mean, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. They have, they have to get a like, like, listen, I understand they have to kind of get, you know, advertisers and shit on board. Like they can't go blood and guts anymore. That that's for, that's for, that's for sure. They can't go back to the attitude era. What AW is doing, like they, they let the wrestlers perform. They, mm-hmm make things creative and you know they they try to touch on as much different talents and stuff as possible and i think like just giving us fresh matchups um what you were saying tom as far as like let the wrestlers wrestle or what we were both saying um like i don't think anyone in the current talent pool is really like quote unquote protected by the wwe style you know like 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 john morrison or karen cross or uh, Bobby Lashley, Sheamus, Drew Mack, uh, Damian Priest, Riddle, Orton, on the Raw side of things, like they could all succeed right. if they were just given their own tools, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really what it comes down to. If you let the wrestlers do what they were trained to do, what they want to do, what they love to do, that should help. The advertisers will come second because then the, when when the fans are engaged, then they'll come back. They will, you know, then you'll see the numbers jump or whatever the 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 the, the merch get bought. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Um, it just it, it can't be it can't be controlled the way that it's being controlled. No, and that's that's pretty much the problem with the WWE. Fix yourself, WWE. 
end on that note, Rude Nation. We'll do it for you, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. We would love to. Give us the keys of the kingdom. We'll take care of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, Nation, on a, this, 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 this lengthy non-wrestle special episode of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Um, this is like the last, this is one of the, la- the first wrestling episodes of the Power Hour Plus we've done in a while. Wow. Usually, <laughs> yep. Usually we kind of just make them wrestle special, but this one, this one was kind of important. We needed to get this, this one, one special enough to not be a wrestle special. That is true. Yes, the extra special. <clears throat> uh, speaking like, of special, <laughs> next episode is our Castlevania anniversary talk. We're talking about Castlevania again, baby. Uh, we're gearing up for Rudetober. Uh, last time we talked about uh, Castlevania. In, in a in a long form sense was was definitely like in the single digits, pretty boy, pretty boy vampire baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should be exciting. Uh, I'm excited to talk about anniver- uh, Castlevania's anniversary, which is coming up on 26th. Oh, of you know. What? Um, yeah, can't wait to talk about that. But um, nation, if you liked what you heard, hit us up on our social media accounts. Let us know what you think about what the WWE is doing. Where are you as a wrestling fan? Are you a wrestling fan? Could wrestling be doing something for you to get you to watch or to keep you to watch or to make you a hardcore fan? Let us know on our social media, on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Just search for Rude Boys Four Six Nine on those platforms. Um, we have a YouTube. We have a YouTube. Yes, Tommy, we got a YouTube. Uh, you can find that YouTube page at bit.ly forward slash Rude Boys Rutube. That's all lowercase. Um, with Castlevania and Rutober shit coming up, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something. Ooh. We should do something. We should do something. We should dust off the game club and replay Symphony. Oh. I got a. My PS3 has been on the fritz. Oh, no. What about your PS4? Don't you have the the anniversary collection or whatever it is not the anniversary the bloodlines thing didn't you just buy that collection last year what that symphony and night's not on the one that came out on the switch no i know but didn't you buy symphony and rondo of blood together i didn't wasn't it bought yeah and the system that it was on is no longer here where the fuck is it Got rid of it? Really? I did. Oh, it was gotten rid of? Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, who whoever bought it could just sign in and re-download it. Like, that shit still exists. Yeah, I gotta see if, if it shows up on the list of apps. It fucking better. All Sony right. owes you money now. <laughs> I'll check. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll try to do something maybe on our... On our Rudetober is definitely the big pinnacle of the, of the year. So we, we're, we got stuff planned for that. Don't you worry. Um, what did I do? I did the social medias, I did the, did the YouTube. What is that? Is that a cod piece? Oh boy, I see what that is. It's not a cod piece. Oh no, it might be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, I mean, anything could be a cod piece, really. Put, put your mind to it. Um, well, what else we got going on, Tommy? Our, our uh, podcast app is um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Just search for Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. All of our Rude Boys podcasts are part of the Rude Boys Podcast Network. Great branding, I think so. Um, but our home away from home, our headquarters, the Titan Towers for our WWE is at rudeboys.podbean.com. 
body slam that bean, brother. If you want to hit me up on social media, I'm at Tesherms, T-E-H underscore S-H-E-R-M-S. I tweet about stuff and I post pictures of drinks. If you want to get me, I am Tommy underscore Cash 80. That's Cash for the K. I don't really do anything. He does not. Yeah, he does not. And, and, and it's always a surprise to Chris when I do. Yes. Yes, it is. Because you never do. Yep. So... Yeah, thanks for joining us, Nation, on the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, episode 106, we said. 106, next episode. In the books, WWE, fix yourself. Um, We fixed it for you. We'll fix it for you. There you go. There you go. Um, That's it. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Rude Boys Podcast Network. Um, oops.